Hello and welcome back to This Dad Does Disney Podcast. I am your host Jason and alright, we back to normal guys. We have a lot to go over on this episode and if you've read the title it says Explaining Post-COVID-19 Disney World. So to kick this off, there are tons of details we just do not know yet. We are still waiting to see what timelines look like, what's going to open, how is it going to open, and, and, and just so many things that we just don't know at this current date of filming this podcast at June 6th. So the three things that we are going to discuss, and also I'm going to share my own opinion on, is resorts, dining plans, and Fast Pass Plus. So if you are looking to book a trip, this is going to be a great episode to kind of think about Okay, what what are the expectations? What am I looking like, and in kind of what what should I consider about these three major factors inside of your Disney World trip, right? And remember, this is Disney World. This is not covered Disneyland. And then this is also a great episode for people who have a trip on the books because we're going to go over information about what does that look like, what does cancellations look like, and all those things too as well. Um, to kick this off, I cannot recommend using a travel agent more. Um, most of the time they're free. The one that sponsors this episode is Magical Travel Blair Bro. You can find her on Facebook, B-R-A-U-D. Um, her resources and her time is free. It does not cost you any money to book with her. Um, if you already have a trip with her, you know the amount of work that she does and all the research and, the, uh, and being that she works directly with Disney, that she can be able to get information for you to help you out there because she has a certified travel agent as well. Um, but if you're looking to plan a Disney trip, Blair will obviously look at these possible things that could impact your trip and kind of plan with you around how to make this trip the most magical trip ever. All right, so we're gonna start by talking about resorts. So here's some facts that are out here. So as of today, and this is June 6th of uh, uh, 2020, right? Uh, June, June 22nd, only DVC resorts will open. And if you have no clue what DVC, that's uh, Disney Vacation Club members. So that doesn't mean just members can travel. These are exclusive resorts that are only opening that are primarily only booked for Disney Vacation Club members. Okay, and I'll have a list on my Facebook page so you can kind of look at what is a DVC, uh, what is a DVC resort, and which ones are opening. Right, um, we do not, as of today, have a time frame for all the other resorts to open. So, what do I mean by that? I mean your values, your moderates, and your deluxes. So, everything from the Grand Floridian to All Star, we still don't have those time frames of when and how they're going to open. Right, if you have a trip booked between June 22nd and July 3rd for Disney World, you will, you will, and let's say it's at All-Star, right? Or Pop, which is a value resort at Disney World. You will be moved to one of these DVC resorts at no additional cost. Um, you should be in touch with Disney already. They should have sent you an email. You should be having these conversations of what that looks like. Uh, they may not have made a decision of which resort they're putting you in, but they've set those expectations going forward. And that's only for people who have a reservation already booked. So I cannot get on the phone and make a reservation for June, uh, July 2nd. Uh, right now, they're not taking new reservations. So you can't take advantage of that unless prior to COVID-19, you had something on the books already. And that will be working with Disney to make that happen. So here's the space. This is Jason's opinion, right? So 
I do believe that Disney will take a top-down approach when it comes to opening up resorts. I don't think it's going to be what I call a light switch. I don't think one day they're going to announce that all resorts are open and book book away. They're being very strategic about how they open, the way they open, and, and taking the proper precautions to make that happen. So I don't think Disney is going to just turn it on for everybody and do it. I think they will stay in the classifications of, obviously, you have your... Deluxe is your uh, deluxe resorts, which is like your Polynesians, your Grand Floridians and, and, and things like that. Like th- those will probably be turned on. Then you'll have your moderates, which is like your French Quarter and uh, Caribbean Beach and things like that. Those will open. And then you'll have your values like your pop, your art animation and uh, all star that will open as well. I think they'll use that tier program to kind of roll out the opening of all the Disney resorts. Um I could be wrong. Remember, this is my opinion on this. I have no factual information to back up anything I'm saying, but I think Disney is going to stagger the openings of their resorts based on occupancy, based on how many people they can allow in parks, based on existing reservations, and if they're going to open new reservations. There's a lot of factors that go into place on how they're going to determine what opens. So, more to come with that, you know, obviously, you know, stay tuned to This Dad Does Disney and we'll give you that up-to-date information. But as of right now, only DVC properties are going to be opening uh, on June 22nd. So the next thing we're going to discuss is dining plans. So Disney did something and pretty much canceled all dining reservations from, I think, a couple weeks ago to September of 2021, right? And... That means all your dining plans. So if you book dining in advance, that's going to be canceled. If you had a dining package, that is also going to be taken off and refunded back to you and all, all, all those things, right? And for the people who have the free dining, so I know a lot of people, that's a very popular uh, promotion that they run is free dining. If you booked something with pre-dining, uh, free dining, I should say, they're going to take that plan off of your plan because there's just no dining plans, Right. And they will give you on your existing reservation. So you can't go book another reservation, but on your existing reservation, they will give you a 35% discount on your actual room itself. So you, once again, same kind of philosophy. You should have been in touch with Disney by now. They, they have emailed out. Uh, you can call them. You can call your travel agent. You can call somebody to kind of work out like, what does that look like? Um, but, uh, but dining is going away. And uh, for uh, in, in, in for the foreseeable future, uh, this does not mean it's gone forever. I, I like we just don't know that information to say that Disney dining plans are done forever. They're taking them off, obviously, as a precaution to protect not only the guests but the cast members and things like that. And this is where it kind of comes into my opinion, right? So I'm drawing my little imaginary line in the sand. So this is Jason's opinion now. This is not Disney. So. I think this is the hardest thing for Disney to try to navigate through. Um, dining is such, if you've ever been to Disney World and the dining experiences are so great and they have so many buffet options and character dining experiences where it's super interactive during this post-COVID-19 world. And, and when I mean post does not mean it's gone. We, we're still dealing with it. It's still, we're trying to take precautions for something like this to never happen again, right? And I think this area Disney has to make priorities, right? And, and and I'm trying to imagine being on Disney's board or being in charge of dining or something like that. Right now, Disney's going all in on making their park experience the safest experience possible. And you can only 
give so many resources to so many things. You can't just give everything to everybody. And I think when it comes to dining, it, it, it's important. It's a very important thing. And they're still going to have food offerings. But the way that we did dining at Disney prior to this uh, pandemic is going to be a little different for the foreseeable future. And now I know that seems very solemn of like for foreseeable future. It could, it could completely change in August. We just don't know that information. But I trust that Disney is going to do dining right because they do understand how dining can influence a magical experience or stay at a Disney property. And I think they're just trying to do the right thing. And instead of rushing out dining experiences where they're kind of like, frankly, I'm going to say a word, but half-ass, like they're not going to be half-ass about this. They're going to really think about how to create this magical experience without taking away too much during this time after a pandemic, right? So I think they're going to take their time with Disney. And I know that it seems kind of crazy that like, wow, they're, they're canceling, you know, things over a year in advance. I think there'll be more to come. I think we have to be a little patient. I think they're going to be innovative. I think right now Disney's focus is, is, is really on the in park experience with social distancing, cleaning procedures, cast member training and guests and things like that. I think that's where their focus is right now. And they have to kind of put dining on the back burner for now. And so I think, yes, I think Disney's going to come back with dining plans and dining procedures and dining experiences. 100%. I, I, I feel confident about that, but they're going to do it right. And they're going to take their time and they're going to make sure that it doesn't, you don't sacrifice the experience or the quality of food because of this. I think they're coming up with ways and they want to take their time and do it right. So that's my opinion on this, but I think Disney dining plans and di the dining experience inside of Disney world is really hard. Like that's a hard thing to figure out, but I think we have to be a little patient and they're giving you know, giving you your money back too. So it's not like, you know, you're totally like, out, you know, out in the woods on this one. And the last thing we're going to talk about is fast pass plus. So if you've ever been, to, if you've never been to Disney world, let me explain that. Um, you, Prior to your trip, you can book certain attractions to go on where you can go through the fast pass line. And I quotations like fast pass. Sometimes it's just as long as the other one, but that's neither here or there, right? Um, but fast pass allows you to prioritize certain attractions over other ones so you can uh, experience them in the most efficient way possible, right? So with Disney, uh, with what, what they also did was cancel these as well. Now, this one makes a lot more sense to me because you're like, okay, like, we, they have to have social distancing cues and stuff like that. And like, obviously they're going to use this. They only have X amount of square feet to manage a line and they can't have two separate lines right now. They need, they need all that space for one queue. Right. And so, um, Disney did cancel fast passes, but I think once again, I don't think fast passes are going away, but I'll get into that in a second. Um, but there's no time frame for when they're going to open back up. Once again, imaginary line, right? I do my disclaimer. So Jason's opinion is now, this one excites me a little bit more. I see. So in the last 12 months, I've, I've experienced Disneyland and the max pass system. And I've experienced rise of the resistance with a virtual queue. And I hope that experience will transfer over. And I'm not saying to eliminate fast passes completely. Cause I do think there are some good things about them, but max pass was so enjoyable at Disneyland because I was able to like my, like, to be on my phone for a little bit and see what was open and just book it and just keep booking and be strategic about it, but also didn't feel like 
so much pressure prior to my vacation of making these very big decisions on what experiences and what tiers they fall into. It, I didn't feel like I was possibly sacrificing a ride experience. And with Fast Pass, you kind of seem like because you have a limitation. You can't book as many Fast Passes as you want, right? You book three, and then after you use the three, you could book one. So it, it, it's just kind of weird. And I think with virtual queues and Max Pass, where they've done this at Disney, I hope they incorporate more vi- uh, virtual queues and almost like a Max Pass system married in with the Fast Pass system as well. I think they can do it right. Um, so I really am optimistic out of all these three. I'm very optimistic of like a fast pass plus rehaul that could really change your Disney experience whenever we can open back to hundred percent capacity. Right. So more to come with that. Like, obviously we don't have a lot of details on like what's next, but like Disney is a, a business that wants to have as many people inside of it that they can control the experience. So, you know, once again, it's not that Disney wants to have as many people go through the gate. They want to have the right number of people go through the gate where they can still provide the experience that is so magical. That is Disney, right? So I, I know Disney wants to get to that capacity as soon as possible, but they have to, they have to take some steps back before they can take some steps forward. And I think, when everybody kind of heard the news of like, you know, the resorts and the dining plans and fast passes, it was kind of a shock. It was kind of like, wait, what's, but they don't want to get rid of it. They have to do it differently. And I think what they're going to do, especially with fast pass and dining, I'm excited about, and I think it's going to be better. And I think they're thinking about like, how do we get our guests to not stand in line as much? Or how do we get more guests to have more magical experiences and that's a great filter to have. It sucks that a pandemic had to kind of trigger probably some of these things earlier than, you know, more thoughtful. But like, this is good stuff. I think this is going to present more exciting things, especially with FastPass Plus. I think FastPass Plus is going to be something really different. I'm hoping really different that will benefit all and benefit more people. So I'm really excited about this. But what I'm more excited about is what do you think? What do you think when it comes to resorts and dining plans and fast passes? What would you like to see from Disney World, you know, post this pandemic, right? So um, we're going to be releasing this episode. Come find us on Facebook. This Dad Does Disney on Facebook. Uh, Tell me what you think. Tell me your thoughts about this. Listen to this episode wherever you listen to the podcast. So obviously Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Breaker, they're so many places that you can find this, uh, find our, uh, podcast now. So check it out, give it a like, give it a listen, give it a review. If you really enjoy what we're doing. I'm also on Facebook, this dad does Disney. So we do our episodes every Wednesday and then we do our live streams on Sunday where we discuss this. So if you have ideas or even questions about things you should consider or think about when it comes to resorts, dining and fast pass plus, um, post, uh, COVID-19 come to the live stream, ask those questions, bring your guests and we're lucky to have y'all. So with that being said, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. I hope this information was very important and impactful for you. And if you need anything, please email me at askjasondisney at gmail.com. It's the best way to get in contact with me. Or find me on Facebook, like I said earlier, This Dad Does Disney Podcast. So with that being said, keep those beers cold and tell your dad I said hi. Thank you so much for listening.